When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Taking Care of Lady Business, where we put the business back in lady business. Hosted by Jennifer Justice, founder and CEO of the Justice Department, a management strategy and law firm that works with female and woke male entrepreneurs, executives, talent, brands, and creatives to build and maximize their wealth, focusing in the areas of tech, consumer product, finance, media, entertainment, and fashion. Jennifer interviews entrepreneurial women who have done it all, who will be sharing their secrets on all things business, especially as a woman. These highly successful women will share strategies and insights, including what not to do and what it takes to win. And now, here's your host, Jennifer Justice. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Taking Care of Lady Business. We're putting the business back in the lady business. Um, Today, we have a very special guest. Uh, It is Rachel Katzman. She is the co-founder of Pevolve. Hi, Rachel. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Of course. Thank you for joining us from the lovely Hamptons. Perfect uh, <laughs> summertime in the Hamptons. Well, tell everyone, if they don't know already, what Pevolve is and how and why it started. Oh, my God. So Pevolve really is you know, a functional movement method that was designed to strengthen, restore, and nourish your body. And this you know, came about, I was in my early 20s. I you know, was starting to kind of get to know myself. I remember I looked in the mirror one day and I just didn't recognize that person who I was. And I was like, I got to get my shit together. Okay. Like I'm going to start working out. And I lived in New York city and I was kind of going around to all the boutique studios. And I not only couldn't find a workout that really spoke to me, it felt like a chore and I was in a lot of pain and I found out I had scoliosis, but I still wanted to continue to push through that pain to really achieve these vanity results that I was after. So I bounced around to all the different studios. And then I really kind of got introduced to this world of functional movement. And I didn't know what that meant. Um, And really started to learn that I didn't have to do these high impact, high intensity workouts to get the results that I was after, you know, how to really lengthen and open my body up and really understand what muscles bringing my leg up and what muscles bringing it down and internal rotations and external rotations and this whole kind of new world. And I quickly saw the physical results that I was after, but more importantly, my pain and my body went away. And I just felt like I had my confidence back and I was like, I felt better than I ever felt in my life. And I just had this light bulb moment of, wow, for women, there isn't really this kind of new way to work out, right? Like the fitness industry really has been dominated by men. And it really has been the same exercises for, you know, decades. And there really should be this kind of new innovative approach, uh, specifically designed for women. So, you know, after it changed my life, I was like, okay, like this is what I want to do. It's all I could think about. And so me and my other co-founder at the time, you know, we set out to really launch this small studio and we had this idea for a fitness product that was our P-Ball. And 
after quickly opening up a really down dirty gym after six months, busier and busier and busier. And I was like, okay, we can't scale just with one gym, right? Like we have to put this online and just really down and dirty. I mean, at the beginning, I taught myself how to edit videos and there were no lights, there were no cameras, there were no microphones and just like wanted to test and see if women would really respond to kind of this way to move their body and the message that we are trying to put out there. And the response um, was amazing. And, you know, we've been on this roller coaster ever since. So there is so much to unpack in all of that. Like I want to go back kind of a lot to the very beginning. I mean, what year was it that you had this light bulb moment that you're looking in the mirror and you said, not light bulb, the one that you were like, I don't recognize myself. And what were you doing at the time then? Oh my God. That probably was like 2014-ish. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wasn't really, really doing much. I think I didn't grow up very, you know, active. And you know, so for me, it really was when I left home to go to college, which I went one day and I was like, this isn't for me. But I think leaving home and just, you know, really, I think in your early 20s, your body goes through something different. You're not the same as you were in high school, maybe in your teenage years. And so I think it was just really not taking care of myself. And, you know, you kind of can't do that as you right. get older. And were so, you in New York City at the time? Yeah, I was. And what I were you doing up- for work at the time before you were when, at that moment? So I went to school, didn't work out. And then I started just getting internships. And I thought maybe I'd be more in fashion, but, you know, bouncing around different uh, internships here and there. But really, once this kind of light bulb moment happened. Yeah. I really then you put focus all my on energy that. into this. Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, that's what we talk about all the time. Like where women are like, I can't start a business. I don't know it. Or, you know what I mean? Or it's like, I've been, been trained in this particular way. So how can I pivot over here? And what I really love are stories like these that were like, you know, I wasn't sure what I really wanted to do yet. You know yeah. what I mean? And then all of a sudden you're like, I looked at like, I got to get my shit together okay, uh, my body hurts. And then when were you diagnosed with scoliosis? That would be like 2015, 16. Wow. Then that's when you're finding yeah. out you had all this pain and then that like really helped. You know, what What we do as women is often like we can take our passions and we can grow them into businesses and know what we're good at and the relatability of that. I mean, that, those are the stories that I think really resonate with everybody because, you know, you have I, that. I think too, looking back, you know, there's something so beautiful in being almost naive in not having that much experience in a certain field. Like I think about all of just the risks that, you know, just no fear. You just are so determined because you're so passionate and so hungry that you almost have like these, you know, tunnel vision, like blockers on. And you're just like, I will do whatever it takes to get it done. I don't care if I don't know anything about it. I'm going to teach myself. I'm going to learn. I'm going to fail. And I'm just going to keep on going. Right. I know one of my favorite quotes when ignorance is bliss is folly to be wise. So you yeah, know, I love that. Yeah. Totally. It like helps you move it all forward. All right. So then you're like, you're really studying it. You're in pain. So you have a combination of, I got to get my shit together and I'm in pain. And then you decide that you're going to start this gym with your co-founder at the time. Yeah. Um, well, gym, you know, your, your studio and, and then what was this, this product that you had, the, the P-ball? Yeah. So for me, you know, I saw how crowded the fitness market is and was, and I mean, it's times 10 today than it was back then, but I really knew 
and felt that we needed something alongside this kind of new method and new way to work out to really break through the noise. So that's where this, you know, proprietary piece of equipment and it's an amazing ball. Like think of a Pilates ball, but it has a resistance strap so that if you're standing, it doesn't fall out if you're stepping out or stepping in and you can, you know, we use it in so many different ways um, to really target the full body, but it's such an incredible tool to strengthen, you know, the inner thigh muscles, the glutes, the core, work your pelvic floor, and people just responded so well to it. And so, you know, from that, we've created two other pieces of patented equipment. Um, And I think, you know, it's the movements, but it's really the equipment combined with our moves that really give you this, you know, incredible result. And I really think of the method is like, we move the body in all different directions and angles so that you're working every single muscle group and you're opening up the body while you're elongating muscles and you're moving through resistance really with our equipment to activate and strengthen every muscle, but while also supporting your joints. So, you know, we like to think of ourselves as kind of the intersection of physical therapy and fitness. There's the Mm -hmm. fitness world that's six pack abs, toned arms and a lifted butt. And I want all those things, right? But there's also this world of physical therapy where it's really, you know, restorative and healing and protecting your joints, protecting your body. And it's, well, why can't I have both? You know, I, I want to have a lifted butt, but I don't want to break my back while trying to get it. Exactly. That's what I, yeah. That's the dichotomy, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, you can go get all this lifted butt, but like at the expense of like killing your joints and not doing the exercises properly. I mean, there's exercise, there's classes that, you know, that I've done. And I grew up as a dancer. So I knew not like, you know, really like, you know what I mean? I danced my whole life. So I know that I know the common things that you're supposed to do, not supposed to do. And there are people who are, you know, you see their posters all over the place and I've done their classes and I'm like, this is so unsafe for somebody who does not know, you know what I mean? And I've been super injured in, in others. And so to, to the point that I had to go to physical therapy, I think that is something that, what you were saying earlier and like for women in particular all of most of these exercises have men in in mind and we have different bodies and our bodies are built differently to carry babies and to do different things you know what I mean and so um and we have different appendage we have boobs you know what I mean it's like you know (laughs) your back and everything it's just different it's all it's all different and so you know we were talking earlier like how you're really focused on women so what are the kinds of things that you were seeing that were different that like from physical therapy that made you want to combine these two that were happening to women that weren't being really addressed. And so you guys are addressing them. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I first used my own personal experience and then as we started to, you know, have other more members and grow our community and even started hiring other team members, women specifically hearing their stories and kind of their transformations through this, this method, I was like, you know, we not only have amazing, credible certified trainers that help us create our content, we should bring on doctors, right? We should actually go and bring on doctors on our board to help us really with our, our exercises and with our content. So we have an amazing doctor of physical therapy. She specializes in pelvic floor health and she actually created 
you know, an entire series around pelvic floor strengthening, pelvic floor releasing. She helps create all of our pre and postnatal content. We brought on an OBGYN and we created an entire program for cycle syncing, you know, all the workouts to do in all four phases of your cycle. We're getting ready to release our menopause series. I actually think it goes out today. I don't know the date, but I think it's today. Um, And, you know, we created a series for managing with endometriosis. So we have these very niche specific, you know, pain point workout programs that are all created with doctors. But then you kind of see this infusion of this very opening and stretching and lengthening throughout all of our kind of signature class types as well. Right. And then, I mean, I love that because it's so true, you know, in all those different phases, like, I mean, I had kids and I was like, I had a C-section and, you know, it was super hard to like, even feel that area of my stomach, you know, for a very long time. And, you know, your body changes so much during that time and you're exhausted and, you know, what worked before didn't work after, you know, and now I feel differently, like getting in perimenopause and like menopausal ages and like, it's, you know, my muscle tone and everything is like so important to keep it. So, you know, I think what you're doing is so important to all aspects of a woman's life, you know, and really targeting. And I, I think too, you know, as, as people, as, especially as women, we grow and we adapt, right? Like, just like you were saying, like what worked for me a year or two years ago, maybe even six months ago, isn't working for me right now. And what I needed, you know, yesterday isn't what I need today. And I think, you know, there's such a, a mind body connection with this method. And I think you really kind of get to know your body and you really can kind of tune in. What do I need today? What is my body asking for today? You know, I was diagnosed with Lyme disease in 2020. Yes. And I couldn't work out the same as I used to, right? It was a whole different shift for me, but I, you know, it was worked with our trainers and we started really creating this more restorative and gentle type of movement because my mental state, I still wanted to work out. And I think honoring that and, and it's okay that I'm different today and just knowing, you know, that movement truly can be medicine and it really can do so much for your body and for your mind. Um, and I think that's really why we wanted to create all of these different types of classes so that there truly can be something for every woman, no matter what she's going through in her life. Right. Yeah. Love it. All right. So because we take care of lady business here, <laughs> I want to get into the aspect of the business, right? So we talked about how like you were, you're kind of bouncing around, not really sure what you wanted to do. And then you started a business. It's not like you had training as it or anything like mm-hmm. that. So, you know, what, is really helpful to our audience members are the things that you did right and the things that you did wrong and like what you used to get to either of them, be it your instinct or mentors or what it is. So can you tell me a little bit about like, okay, I'm going to start this company. Like, how did you know what to do? You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I grew up in a very entrepreneurial family, seeing my brother start and fail and start and fail and start and fail. So that was helpful. And I think I was always good at just asking questions, you know, and when I had this idea, like I knew I didn't have business experience. I knew I needed to find somebody to come along with me. I had the vision, I had the passion, but from an operational standpoint, I had a lot to learn. And I just started asking around and I got connected to Julie, who's the president of PVOL, still with me today. 
and I convinced her she had an amazing 20 year career. Um, and I convinced her to come and help me do this as like a side hustle, I'm like, just help me get this off the ground. And she ended up leaving her her job. And now works, amazing. Works See, me. that's a good that. And those are great, too. Those are great stories. There's so many like women that are like, you know, they've had a great career. They're kind of like stuck. They don't know what to do next. They don't really want to be in that patriarchal system anymore. And they're like, what can I do next? You know, how do you find her? Where, what was her background? I met her through a family friend that I grew up with back home. And I kind of just started telling, you know, I think at first I was always, I don't want to tell anybody what I'm working nope. on or what I'm doing till it's out there. Cause then I'm what like if it doesn't too. happen, right? Like yeah, exactly. don't tell anybody, you know why? Because everyone will tell you why you can't do it. Right, right. Yeah. Are they, oh, you should do it this way. Have you thought yeah. about this? Have you yeah. thought about that? So I think I had to get over that. And once I started putting it out there and telling you know, people what I'm looking for, oh, I'm looking for someone who maybe specializes in this, or do you have somebody I could talk to about manufacturing? I think then those doors just started to open. And I, you know, you just take the call, which do you want to talk to this person? Yes, 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 yes. They might know someone, they might be the person. Um, so through a family friend, I got connected to Julie. She lived in Chicago. I flew to Chicago and I just told her my story and my vision. And she's like, I got to come do this with you. And did she and- have a background in fitness? Yeah, she yeah. was 20 years uh, kind of doing more like fitness DVDs and different things like that. But, you know, I think also I couldn't, I say this all the time, like I am so lucky that I found her. She is the most amazing business partner mentor for me. Yeah. And that was something really important that I wanted to find strong you know, females to come on board that really I could learn from. I have so much learning to do. And, you know, I think it was great. They've definitely let me fail a few times because I needed to, to kind of learn those lessons. Um, But it's been such an incredible journey to really just be able to work under these women and work alongside them. Right. No, that's, you know, and that's another big thing. And first of all, letting it all out there, letting, you know, people know what you're doing and, and seeking advice, et cetera, yeah. but also focusing on what you know you're good at versus other people. And that is really the key to building, right? Is that to delegate and to let others like do what they're great at. So hard, you know, and I think that's what's so fun about the early stages too, is like you do everything, right? Like you're, I mean, your customer service, you're writing the copy, you're doing the, you're doing everything. And then as the company grows and you start bringing on these people of experience, it's amazing because you get to learn from them. But that's probably been one of the hardest things for me is like letting go. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's so hard. So when you said that they let you fail, like, would you be willing to talk? Like, what, can you give us an example? Oh, you know, I think just whether it be different you know, language or copy or colors or, you know, uh, things around our, our videos. But I think I, there were definitely moments where I thought I knew everything, you know, of like, no, the website needs to look like this and this has to be this way. And, you know, I had to also learn like, yes, it's my vision, but at the end of the day, it's really about what the customer wants. I may think I have the most genius idea and everybody's going to go crazy for this program, but if the customer and our members don't like it, it doesn't really matter what I think. Right. You know, like I can have a great idea and let's, let's test it and try it. And I don't think you should be afraid to try something, you know, well, 
can we scale it? Can, if the idea works, you'll figure out how to scale it. But I think that was something I had to kind of learn that it really, you know, my opinion isn't the end all be all. It really right. is here. You know, we're here to make our members and customers happy. Okay, so when did Julie join? What year? She came on full time in 2017. Okay. So right when it started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you guys had the foresight very early on to do online and digital. Yeah. So we before, launched before yeah. COVID. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we launched with the studio on demand platform and our product line and kind of grew it that way. And we always saw this as a very omni-channel, you know, brand of having our equipment line, our on-demand platform and our studio. We had one studio at the time. We now have three owned and operated studios. We just started franchising and sold, uh, you know, 13 franchises so far. So I think, you know, and that definitely was people like, what the hell are you guys doing? Like you're trying to have three different really three different business models in one business, you know, equipment's a business, digital's a business, studio's a business. Mm. So, but we really felt that we need all those things. That's what makes Pevolve Pevolve, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so when you, did you launch it all at the same time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then what made you want to do the online portion, you know, knowing that people were, you know, going to studios at that time? Online for me is probably really how like it all started. You know, we had a small studio and even starting on social media, you know, reaching women across the world and having people DM and message. Can I Skype into a class? Are you putting your videos on YouTube? This sounds very intriguing to me. And it just was like, this method truly is so magical. And the results are so powerful that it's not fair to keep this bottled up in yeah. downtown New York city. Like right. what? No, we have to get this out everywhere and let's put it online. And that's, tr- you know, truly how you can reach so many more people. And did you see that take off pretty quickly? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think we had a small community and, you know, it, it kind of really just grew word of mouth and ended up getting great press. And I think, had, you know, at the beginning too, we gave a lot of stuff away for free, you know, yeah. influencers, models, anybody who was in New York that we could kind of get into the studio to just be posting or sending product and gifting product. And I think, you know, our, we were talking about something new and different and intriguing. And I think our equipment is new and intriguing. And so people wanted to post and talk about it and try it. So it did. Yeah, definitely got some nice traction. So then you have the three studios, which are where? Chicago, LA, New York. Perfect. Great cities. Mm-hmm. And then now instead of you starting your own, you're going to, you're franchising them out. Yep. Yeah. So talk you about know. that, what it is. Cause you know, I want to get back to basics. I want to assume that everybody knows, you know, you know, how you franchise and what that means if you don't mind anyway. Yeah. I mean, so studio, we, we had New York and then we were, you know, open Chicago and LA and then it really was, Again, we felt that there there's such a need, I feel, when it comes to fitness for that in-person community. Just like there's nothing like going to an in-studio class. Like yeah. I can get a great workout at home, but there's nothing like going into the studio. Yeah. And, you know, we really just felt that instead of us taking on, you know, that kind of chapter of building out all of these different studios and hiring all the teams that we really could get there faster. And it would be just more efficient. It would work better for our model 
to kind of go out and franchise. So you, we really, you know, you find a franchisee and they come in and then they build it out in whatever kind of territory or cities. And then we really work the way we want to operate is that we really want to work hand in hand with those people, their partners, and we help train their trainers. And so far we've sold about 13 that are going to start opening towards the end of this year and early next year. But I think it just worked better for us, given that we do have focuses, you know, on our digital platform and on our equipment line and other things as well. And so, and so they have to go through this whole thing. So everything is very p So they use all your assets. Yeah. You have to, I mean, you have to, there's a whole kind of FDD you have to do and you have to write a whole training manual and you have to, it's a whole, I mean, it took us probably two years to kind of be ready to even start going out and selling our franchises. But I think what worked for us was that we had, you know, four years really of building this community where actually the first couple of people who bought franchises were our like members from day one that have been with us and that are so excited to bring it to their cities. So that's been really amazing to see. And what cities will they be in? San Diego, Nashville, um, one is in Victoria, Canada. Wow. There's actually six coming in San Diego. So that's going to be a nice little area. It's going to be a whole P-Vol city, huh? Yes. Three in Nashville. Um, we have a, a couple kind of like discovery days where people are coming in for Brooklyn and Miami in the next couple of weeks. So it's definitely, you know, I'm hoping they'll be all over. Um, why did you decide the franchise model versus starting them yourself? You know, it's such a big undertaking. It's a lot of investment opening studios and it really is. It's just, it's its own business, you know? And I think for us wanting to scale and scale faster, yeah, it just was not something that we wanted to kind of put our energy and our resources and our investment into is building out a ton of our owned and operated studios that we really felt that the franchising model is a great model. And we can find really strong partners. And, and we felt that would be the most successful for us. So because you have not taken, you have one investor, I think you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I mean, that obviously how other people have done it, they raise yeah. money and then they have it themselves and they feel like they can own and control everything. And then it gets bought and sold. So it's really interesting to hear another model like this. I mean, I think if everybody knows that a McDonald's is a franchise model and there's other things like that, but owning everything for yourself versus franchising it. Um, it's just a really great, you know, way to like build something without having to go out and raise much money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the studios, they're, they're a beast, you know, it's totally yeah. different. It's a totally different uh, kind of mentality than we have to have when we're talking about our on-demand platform. So I think exactly like you said, without wanting to go and raise a lot of capital and kind of give that control away, you know, to build out our owned and operated studios that this we're really excited about kind of this path that we chose. And will the franchisees have access to the on-demand as well? Yes. Yep. They will. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of working out right now, like what that rev share model will look like, but we find that that's also another kind of edge to us is that they, their members will have access to our whole on-demand platform. Amazing. No, it's really inspiring. I love that whole story. And look, you didn't, you know, and, and I love that, like, you become this businesswoman after, like, doing this learning on the job. And what do you think really, like, drove you most? You know, what, like, 
You know, it's funny because if you ask my mom, like when my mom hears me talk about business, she'll start crying because she's like from the girl who would never go to school and fake sick every single day. And I think I always like was motivated and had this like, oh, this hunger in me, but I didn't know for what, you know, and I think that this truly has changed my life from, you know, back then to even now that how could I not just like be so excited and so passionate? Like I've had my own transformation with this method and just honestly listening to all of our members and like how their entire lives have changed. That's, it makes it all worth it. You know, on days that, yeah, it's really fucking hard and I just want to scream and give up, but you read these stories and every single week at our all hands meeting, we have a member come on and they share their whole story. And everybody's like, this is why we do what we do. And this is why we just have to keep on fighting and keep on pushing through. Right. Because it's not just for the vanity results. It's like, these are women, you know, working with pain, you know, in certain, their whole, their whole lives have changed. I mean, you know, even women who I, I can now chase my grandkids around without pain you know, I can jump on the trampoline with my kids. I don't pee in my pants, like little things like that to even, oh my God, my husband just came down and said, like, I've never looked better in my entire life. Or I just went away for my 40th birthday. And I feel like just all these, you know, different things. And it just, I just got goosebumps. It's, it's, it never gets old. No, I know. I mean, I was dealing right before COVID, I had a frozen shoulder and I did not. And, you know, of course it was like, oh, you know, go to, a doctor and he's like, Oh, you know, just like a rotator cuff for, you know, issue, go to PT. PT is like, mm, you know, and I couldn't, nothing was, nothing at all was um, helping and I'm paying all this money, you know? Yeah. And then I was like, that's enough. It was, it was probably a month before COVID and I did all this research and found out that it's a, it's a symptom of perimenopause. Oh and God. I found this guy and this woman had just written an article. I am telling you probably the day before how she found this guy upper East side hospital special surgery. And he knew that this was an issue, but no, like, you know, no one was really listening. And he basically has a saline solution with a big needle, puts it in there. And then like, you can move it. Like I couldn't put my bra on. Like, you don't understand. Like when you can't move your shoulder, like we wear bras, I couldn't put a bra on. I couldn't definitely not a sports bra, you know? And it was just like, it was debilitating and nothing was, and literally the male doctor, "Eh, it's a rotator, no x-ray, no anything. They go like this. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm like, what? And it literally overnight now afterwards, of course it says, keep moving it, whatever it was literally. And it, I think I got it done like the 11th of March, the world shut down on the 15th. Like I would have been miserable. And then I keep telling everybody. And then, you know, I had to go to PT later just to like, keep it moving. I would, they would be like, I've never heard of this. I would tell them, tell them the doctor, they would not ask for the, the number. It's like, Cause you want people to continue coming to you and you know, you're not going to help them because this is the issue. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's actually really great to see, you know, I think a lot of these topics are now being talked about versus yeah. they weren't a couple of years ago, everything from perimenopause to postmenopause to cycle sinking to pelvic floor health. Like that wasn't, a topic, a conversation yeah. a couple of years ago. Now it's kind of like, it's so amazing that it's everywhere. And 
there's all of these alternative solutions for women, you know, and I think I'm hoping that the next, you know, phase is going to be more of these doctors actually prescribing movement or prescribing alternatives to, you know, versus take this antibiotic, take these pills, yeah. let's get this shot. Why don't you get surgery? Well, like, I mean, what I do love about the shot was it was saline solution, yeah, totally. which is a natural yeah. solution. And it was right. like, that was, he's, you just need to lubricate it and get it moving again and show the joint where to go and yeah. the muscle. And I was like, oh my God, this is so crazy. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing worse than feeling when you have pain in your body and not feeling in control of your body. Yeah. It just, so debilitating. Yeah, totally de- debilitating. Um, this is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. And I love that you've been on this, you know, journey and that you found a passion and you made that passion into a business and it's a thriving business and obviously massively growing business in particular in San Diego, lucky city. <laughs> um, but, you know, going through this and, and you found this great partner in Julie, who is like your business side to your vision side. Um, but in all of this, as women, we often, you know, whether or not it's meant to be, get a lot of really bad advice. So the one thing I ask everybody on this show is what is the worst advice you've ever received? Uh, it's the hard one because you never think of it that way, right? You always think of the best advice. I think the worst advice was to not kind of pursue these three different avenues, which were our equipment line, our digital, and this, you know, studio franchise model. It was just pick a lane and stick in the lane and be really good at the lane and just focus in on that lane. And, you know, for a minute, it was like, shit, should we do Are we biting off too much? Like, is this... And then it was like, no, like, this is who we are. This is what we launched with. Like, this, this is people. No. And I, you know, I'm so happy that we, we never took that advice. Yeah. Because it was a very like uncommon way to do it. You know, yeah. you start with one MVP product and then you add on to it. So to do it all and to do it the time you did not knowing what the future was going to hold is insane. You know, <laughs> so many people tried to pivot into it from fitness online. And it was just like, you could see you know, Peloton was before, right? But like yeah. Soul Cycle tried to catch up and not didn't even come close, you know? Um, and just the, you know, all those dynamics. So, you know, kudos to you and congrats you. on all this. And thank you so much for um coming on today. So people want to find you and Pevolve. How do they do it? You can find Pevolve, Pevolve.com at Pevolve on social, and I am at our catsman. Amazing. Thank you so much. This was great. To everyone listening, please like, subscribe, tell us what else you want to hear about. Until next time, I'm Jennifer Justice.